0: A. B. N. It's headphones nailed! What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host as always, Headphones Neil, bringing a film review that I was not expecting to do, but as I was browsing the internet, I got an ad or I saw an ad for actors you wouldn't believe were in Saving Private Ryan. So I got to thinking that I thought I knew everybody or I could remember everybody off the top of my head um, who was in... Uh, saving private ryan but then i got to thinking that you know what i have not seen the film since it came out back in 98 i might have seen it one time after you know a few years later or something like that or it was on tv or something but i have not seen it in at least 10 or 15 years so i got to thinking that i'll give it a watch and see how it generally holds up. Because my memory of it was that it was a very good film, it showed a lot of the grittiness of the war and war in general, the personal costs and what soldiers go through and stuff like that, as far as the mental stress of it all. So um, going into it, the one person I definitely didn't remember being in the film was Paul Giamatti? Um, it was a small role, but he was. It's one of those roles that, if like, or a role where, if you blink, you would miss him. And it was early on in the film, and then you have people like Giovanni Rabisi, Brian Cranston, Nathan Fillion. Um, and then, of course, your uh, two leading men in Tom Hanks and Matt Damon. So those are, you know, your usual suspects. But the one character that I did not remember being in the film, and it was probably before the time when he was on my radar of actors to look out for, was Vin Diesel. So he played the character of Caparzo. And um, overall, it was a good role. I liked his interactions with the rest of the um battalion that was fall- that was under tom hanks i liked his interactions with you know people like upham and mellish and ever basically his interactions were really good and of course the one thing that's kind like of a retroactive meme was of course he's going to be in the key scene with the family when they're going through when they're basically that scene with the sniper in the tower the first one um so that was i tried not to laugh in that because it was a very serious scene of course but um of course that was a very impactful scene and it leads to his death and kind of a changing of the mood of um, a lot of the men because they're starting is becoming personal for more and more of the men but overall when watching the film it for some reason i felt like it was a longer film than it is so it comes in at two hours and forty nine minutes, but it feels like a film that was easily like three and a half hours to four hours long, just because they tread through a lot of stuff. They spend a lot of time rather than having quick transitions from scene to scene. They pan, they kind of track through all the scenes till the very end, to silence to silence. Um, people walking through fields, communications, the, the lady in the letter writing office is where they send the letters out to the families that you have her going through the office, going through to pick up the letters, going to her boss, her boss taking it to his boss, and all of that just generally it works really well, attract very well. So I think one of the reasons that the film holds up even now is that a lot of the filmmaking presentations that you have now can be traced back to a film like this that tracks things like that to give it a more impactful performance um and the thing that stands out is the music that you don't have as noticeable of music as you can there's um but the initial track that stands out as a um noticeable i guess theme of the movie but it doesn't stand out because they focus on the grittiness of war the weapons of firing the attacks the interactions and all of that and they don't take away from any of that by Um, introducing music that doesn't need to be introduced. So, if you have not seen the film, I definitely recommend giving it another watch. The visuals also hold up, so I did in this case, I watched the 4K version of it, so it's probably a little bit more cleaned up than it was back back when it first came out, but from what I could tell, the film was presented in such a way that even in a 4K presentation, essentially you're cleaning up a lot of the close-up visuals and stuff like that but the original film or it didn't really deviate from too much from the original film so i want to say that's how good the original film was created that you can barely notice the difference and there's certain points where you do see you know the um haziness and transitions and artifacting and stuff like that but in general is presented in such a way that um it's hard to tell that it was made 20 20- At this point, 24 years ago, I could have I could if you had not told me when it came out, I would have probably said it came out within the past, you know, five years or something like that. So that's how well it was made. And of course, things like the age of a lot of the actors stands out. So Tom Hanks and Matt Damon definitely look 24 years younger. Vin Diesel is like half his frame is about half the size of it is now he's not as buff as, or he was not as buff as he is now. And same thing with like Giovanni Ribisi and Paul Giamatti and everyone else looks that much younger because of when it came out. But, you know, you could say, okay, well, they were de-aged to look how they were at the time or something like that to make them look better. But in general, the presentation of the film holds up. So when you're watching it now, it's hard to differentiate between a film made within the past five years and that it was actually made 24 years ago so that's actually all there is for this particular review i just kind of wanted to share that the film if you have not seen the film hold or if you haven't seen the film in the past you know a couple of years definitely give it another watch it has a good support a good cast of characters that work well with each other um the interact the focus on the interactions between characters especially the battalion is very well done um and the presentation is well done as well so the visuals hold up as far as being a period piece but also to the point where it's actually a very clean film so they don't go too far in either direction as far as being too clean but then also not too hazy to make it seem like it was you know adjusted to make it feel like it's time so overall that that balance is very well done visually auditorially the interactions and all of that so um, with a grade of 94% on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics 95% with the audience it definitely deserves that grade and give you that feeling of that interaction with the characters and the weight of the actions that um, they're going through and feeling and emotions that they're feeling and all of that stuff. So that is all for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that, you can comment on this post on social media. I'll have a link to the website, which is headphonesneal.reviews for links to all the social media sites that I'm currently using. Um, so you can comment on the post on any you know one of those, so Mastodon, Twitter, and all of that. And of course, as, as I said, the website is headphonesneil.reviews for past episodes, subscription links, and supporting the show and all of that good stuff. But thanks for tuning into this particular episode, and until next time.